0: Well, good evening, everyone, and welcome to this podcast to College Success Formula. I'm Tom Bodorf, co founder of College Success Formula, and the title of tonight's podcast, Critical Thinking Can You Still Find It in College? My special guest tonight is Eric Goodhart. Eric is our senior admissions counselor and is a charter member of our advisory team here at College Success Formula. Thanks for joining us tonight, Eric. Well, thank you for having me. You bet. Well, Eric, let's start off with the basics. You know, there's a lot of ideas out there regarding what critical thinking even is. How do you define critical thinking?
1: Well, critical thinking, I I tell students um, to be a good critical thinker. It's to learn how to ask questions, when and how to ask questions and, and listen to the answers. Critical thinking: a person who thinks critically can ask appropriate questions, uh, you know, gather relevant information uh-huh. efficiently and creatively, uh, <clears throat> sort through the information, reason logically from the information they get, and come to reliable and trustworthy conclusions about <clears throat> about the topic. Um, one of the <clears throat> criticisms that have been pointed out in high school education. Uh, Classes uh, is that students are taught, you know, what to think, Uh not how to think, and so critical thinking goes beyond, you know, what to think, but how how to think.
0: How to think. Now I'm hearing quite a bit these days, you know, about colleges and even high schools for that matter, claiming to teach critical thinking. What do you think they mean? Is their definition the same as what you just defined?
1: I, I honestly don't know what their definition is, <laughs> uh, but I do know that they're always talking about critical thinking as being part of the process. Uh-huh. Um, now, I think it's it's a very simple form of critical thinking. Uh, I don't think it really goes beyond, uh, you know, simple, uh, <clears throat> a simple topic and then, you know, discussing it in a very shallow way. There's not enough... T- Maybe, perhaps it's to do with has to do with to time these 50 minute classes that are given to each class, um, but it's it's been noted and it's been identified in you know college professors that I've talked to uh, have noted that they are receiving students that are getting into their class. Some of these schools are very competitive, very hard to get into. Sure, um, but they're. <clears throat> there's seeing a diminished uh ability to write or read there's not enough writing or reading going on and uh-huh. that's one of the things and skills that one that needs to be more emphasized more in high school to really help students think critically is have them write more uh-huh. uh, read more This there's, there's little writing and that's that's one of the problems now in college too um, but yeah. I have a an essay on my blog, smartcollegeplanning.org, on it's titled Houston, We Have a Problem. So you can, a listener can go on there and look at the link to critical thinking skills that students uh, should have and how to get it and why it's important. Uh, and it's a 13 page transcript by a college professor. He gave a talk to uh, about 350 other college professors on the topic of critical thinking and how important it was because colleges, freshman class, sophomore classes, they're getting their students in their classes that really haven't learned how to think critically. And so it's the professors, Hmm. um, now part of the professor's responsibility is to teach them how to think critically. But we've come into an era where they're not, you know, the professors themselves are, are so young They've gone through an educational system where they haven't really learned. Uh, they know their topic. They know how to perhaps teach their topic. But in terms of, you know, instilling certain critical thinking skills, it's just they don't they're not trained in it in the first place. Sure. So this 13 page transcript of this mm-hmm. professor's talk, I think, is vital for every college-bound student to read as well as their parents, because critical thinking begins in the home. Um, and so <clears> throat> that's throat> that's something that needs to be done. And uh, so I have that <clears throat> There for people to to review.
0: Okay, well, at the end of this podcast too, we'll we'll give them that yeah. website again, so they can uh, okay. they can just download that uh, directly off of they your can blog. That. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good. Good. You know, with all of the college guides out there, and there's so many college guides, certainly, is there anyone that includes some kind of of a ranking system for critical thinking? You know, amongst the colleges.
1: No, I. I... I looked for those. Uh, I didn't, there isn't one that really s- <clears throat> singles out or assesses college ability to, you know, determine, you know, to tell a, a prospective student and parents of those students uh-huh. as to the ability of that college to teach critical thinking. Now, I I did, uh, there was a article in the Wall Street Journal in June uh, this, this year um, that talks about, a new test that's coming on, that's been on the horizon for a couple of years. It's not talked about, it's not heard about very much. It's called the collegiate assessment, um, survey, uh, or no, it's a collegiate learning, uh, assessment, uh-huh. CLA. And it's, uh, taken on by, on a volunteer basis by current undergraduates and there are, In this article in June of 2017, and I I can post the article on the college success formula. Okay. uh, Which uh, they talk about 200 colleges that they've uh, identified and how to measure uh, how the college students and college graduates from those schools have learned how to think. Um, And the the overall conclusion is that it's a very disappointing uh, result. Um, Hmm. And so there's various... um, measures that they use. Admittedly, I haven't seen the test itself, um, hmm. but it's it's an interesting article, and it points out that this uh, this particular test, which is going to be the CLA, uh, CLA assessment test, similar to the SAT and the ACT, is not a subject test. It's going to test the uh, test takers on their ability to analyze and to uh, tell the difference between different arguments uh, and express their version or express their ideas about that. Um, so it's not a, you know, it's not the kind of test that most students are used to
0: yeah. to doing. Interesting.
1: But it's probably it's it's uh, Wall Street Journal believes that many future employers are going to be looking at the results of this kind, this particular test as a, a measure of whether that person applying for the job has the ability to think critically um for the job that they uh, that they have open i see, uh, I see. so that's <clears throat> so that's the only thing um you know the cla uh-huh. uh is the only measurement that i've seen from a data collection standpoint that measures the ability of particular colleges and what the outcome of college graduates are in terms of ability to think critically
0: okay but it isn't
1: at this point it's not a required test so i see not every college that the parents will be looking at will they'll be able to see the results of that
0: right now what about uh, college majors is there a particular major or set of college majors or i think you call them academic concentrations yeah. where we're learning how to think critically is especially important and really learning about the the subject
1: those Those would be the majors that <clears throat> require more reading more uh, more writing creative writing itself is an excellent um, you know uh-huh. major uh, English is a, an excellent uh, major to to learn how to think critically. Philosophy is another one, and uh you know people chuckle when I mention philosophy as an important academic concentration but that the study of philosophy more than most any other study is really lends itself to analyzing and to reading and to think read other people's ideas, uh, going back to Plato, Socrates, all the way up you know to to the modern day, and just reading literature uh, because <clears throat> again, students are not reading enough uh, they're not writing, but when you're when you're required to write and to read. Um, you know, good readers are easier have an easier time in writing, um, and when you're writing something, teachers will say it's it requires thinking about the subject, researching the subject, you oh. know, putting together those ideas on paper in a in a in a fashion that makes sense and doesn't jumble around. One of the things that need to be watched though, when you're you know, require, requiring writing, is that with the advent of the internet and all the uh the information online, that students will look at something and say, "Oh, I'm going to copy and paste this and copy and paste that you know so it's not it's not their writing, you know sure uh, and <clears throat> so that and another thing you know to evaluate uh, uh, the college's ability to you know whether or not a college puts a lot of emphasis on critical uh, thinking. Uh, it's not always easy to, to determine, but I found that one of the quickest ways to do identify colleges that place an emphasis on critical thinking is um, type in on the search engine critical thinking and see how what comes up. Uh, if it just comes up with information that takes you outside of the school, which many of them do, uh, then that doesn't uh, bode well. Um, there... <clears throat> There are colleges like uh, the Great Books colleges. That uh-huh. one of my favorites is St. John's College in New Mexico and Annapolis. Um, they have summer programs, uh, summer camps for high school students, specifically on how to learn how to think critically, um, and these are seminar type courses. So, uh, and obviously, undergraduates at those schools are high critical thinkers when by the time they graduate. Um, so there aren't that many schools that emphasize reading uh, or writing, but St. John's uh, is one are, is one of those schools.
0: When well, you mentioned the search engine, are you talking about uh, the, the website of a particular college that a student is researching to go into their search engine on their website? Yeah. Okay. And, and then, it's like any Google search, but right. you know,
1: you put in your phrase and your word and you get the, you know, the, uh, the pertinent, uh, uh, you know, the related subject matter, whatever you type in.
0: Right. Once you're in the website of the college. Yeah. yeah. Now, now, for students who would like to identify colleges that, that do you know, a bit more than just pay lip service to this, you know, critical thinking concept, is there any way you can direct them to, to find some colleges to identify those schools?
1: Uh, Well, that's first of all, you get the uh, you go through the process of identifying the student's basic uh, you know academic profile and personality or learning style and their academic concentration. Once you have that list of fifteen colleges initially, Uh Uh then you just go and uh, research. And we we talked about the AAA method, and I and I'm going to probably adjust that AAA method to, to make sure that students do uh, type in critical thinking into the in the college search engine.
0: And one at a time, so, just go through each college that you've identified, and then one at a time do the search for critical thinking on their websites. Right. I see. Now, one of the challenges, though, uh, we
1: all have <clears throat> uh, biases, um, and we sometimes think we're thinking critically, uh, but are we really, you know, if we come up, we meet someone who has a different idea, or we have a professor, a high school teacher who is teaching something that doesn't sound right, uh, a student at home, based on his or her upbringing, uh, has has received certain information and opinions from their parents, so when we hear something contrary uh, to <clears throat> from a teacher, uh, we we may object or question it and say, well, that question, that teacher or professor doesn't know what they're talking about. But rather than make that immediate conclusion, take that immediate stance, uh, this is where the next step would be to think about what that other person is saying. What? Where did they get their information from? Where did, you know, and uh, again, it goes back to researching on the internet uh, there's a lot of good information on the internet, and there's a lot of misinformation. But how do you distinguish between that? Well, that's where learning how to think critically comes in, and and going back into the source, uh, going as far as right. you can, and find out how this information that you're being taught uh, this uh, is where did it come from? Um, we're all very vulnerable, vulnerable to ideas or facts based on our own belief systems, and I. Uh, as we get older, if we continue to have an open mind and, and and ask questions, I think we become more aware of why other people are thinking certain uh, certain things that seem to be contrary to the facts. Sure. Um, so we <clears throat> it's uh we live one of the as I started to, to say there I've found in recent years in the last 20 or so years I've found that there. are, Colleges that become more characteristic of maybe putting a label on them as liberal, and then some as more conservative, and so Uh, forth. Right. This this labeling, I believe, is just a a way to uh, separate us, um, and that we all need to understand. You know that there are other ways of looking at things, and we start thinking and asking questions. And I say to students, particularly the undergraduates, in the survey that I I send out to the undergraduates that we work with. Uh, I try to get feedback from them as to what, how they've assessed the uh, the attitude of the professors, and is there any particular course that they're taking that welcomes students' questions, even if it's contrary uh, to the belief of the professor. Uh-huh. And we, you know, it's sometimes you find that professors will Discourage uh, ideas that are contrary to what he or she is teaching, and may reflect in in a lower grade, um, and it may. <clears throat> so that's 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 not good, uh, right? Uh, obviously,
0: you, you hear about that these days, actually, in colleges where students can write you know perfectly good you know, papers on on a subject, but some of these professors yeah. I've heard horror stories about them grading down horribly because it didn't agree with the professor's whole world view on something.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, when I grew up, I mean, I, I'll never forget, you know, my relationship with my high school freshman history teacher. Uh, and the topic that I wrote uh, on my final term paper was this question about dropping the bomb on uh, Hiroshima and uh-huh. uh, Nagasaki. Uh-huh. And my thesis was that it was not necessary. It did not need to happen. Uh, contr—immediately It was contrary to his view. Right. Uh, now, admittedly, I got this knowledge from my father, who was in uh, Tokyo, uh-huh. uh, in, in Japan, two months after the bombing, to do an, a medical analysis of the, um, the people, the Japanese people. Uh, and he saw from his experience and his firsthand view of this and understanding what led up to it, that it was not necessary uh, <clears throat> so that I took that bias I took you know which I I did sure. I thought was true and I still think it's true but it was <clears throat> the it was an excellent paper everyone agreed it was an excellent paper but I didn't get an A in it I got a B you <laughs> know um, for not and, and I can't say honestly whether the B was because you know the way I wrote it uh or the point of view I took. Right, uh, right. But, but I sense it was the latter. But so, but I think <clears throat> colleges now, uh, a bit, too many of them are just, you know, continuing, uh, they're just high schools that are just actually a couple more years of high school. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A lot of re- remediation. Uh, kids are not really ready to write and read the way, you know, they should be able to, and I, I, that's a fault of, you know, uh, of our whole, you know, educational system. Yeah. Uh, so there's a, it's tough to overcome that, you know, it's, it starts with the community, but uh, I think uh, as we, as we, uh, <clears throat> move we start to evaluate colleges and whether they you know really uh students really are going to learn how to think critically we have to look hard and ask questions ourselves as parents uh, when we go on the college tours and uh, you know ask candid questions of students ask students on the campus uh, uh what do you think the attitude is generally in, in your school about uh critical thinking are you learning how to think critically and of course you know in order to ask that question, you have to understand what critical thinking is. Right. And and, uh, one of the, um, I think, um, critical thinking, when I looked it up in the dictionary, I have it here in the office, one of the largest, you know, voluminous dictionary. (laughs) Right. Anyway, I looked up critical thinking, and it isn't even in the dictionary. Ah. Uh, Word. Critical is in the dictionary, but and then critical angle and critical constant, uh, critical point, critical pressure, critical temperature, <laughs> all those. Why wouldn't they have critical thinking? Not critical thinking after all these years. Now, huh. uh, why wouldn't that be? Um, so you, you got to wonder: is is it such a hard thing to define? And I think it is. It is hard to define. Um yeah. Because. <clears throat> um, Somebody's right, you know, a right thinking might be right for somebody, but it might be wrong. And this is one of the questions and challenges that we have in society. I say to students if you learn how to think critically, you'll be able to, you know, it's, it's in a way, it's another way of putting it is higher order thinking. It's enabling, you know, an individual. Um, to basically judge, responsibly judge between two political candidates, for instance, uh, or serve on a murder murder trial jury, uh, evaluates society's needs for nuclear plants, um, and so forth, assess the consequences of global warming or not. You know, there's a right, big, right. you know, this whole thing about global warming, is it or isn't it? And there are... As many scientists that are against it yeah. or that say that it doesn't exist as there are that do exist, but our whole society and the and the, and the the way it's the message is coming out is that most people who don't really question it accept the view that we do have a a challenge with global warming, and that's the end of it that's there's no more argument, but there are many legitimate scientific arguments and views on the other equation um yeah so <clears throat>
0: You know, I think, I think one of the big challenges, not just for you know, college students, but for all of us, is there's so much data out there, so much information, that the source material is everything. Who do you trust? Who do you believe when, yeah. when researching? And that comes down to the, the basics, doesn't it? Who are you going to believe when you're reading all of these opposing opinions and, and everyone speaks as though – their position is fact and not a claim. It's all fact, and when you have these these diametrically opposed facts, alleged facts, my goodness, how confusing that is! So who is it? it who is it that you trust for your source material? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what a challenge that is for all of us, actually. And
1: there's a very. Uh, kind of a- if a listener wants to find out more about what's going on in the college, uh, in colleges these days, and I, there's a book that a very well researched, in my opinion, very well researched uh, book on acad- academics in the college, and it's titled Academically Adrift, Limited Learning on College Campuses, and it's written by Richard Arum, A-R-U-M, uh-huh. um, and Josipa rocks uh, R-O-K-S-A, and... Um, One little piece I want to just read to you from it. Uh, 50% of students in their sample reported that they had not taken a single course during uh, that year that required more than 20 pages of writing and one third had not taken one that required only 40 pages of reading per week. Combining these two indicators, we found that a quarter of the students of the sample had not taken any courses that required either of these two requirements. And only forty two percent had experienced both a reading and writing requirement of this character uh during the prior semester, so they' they're, they're oh, wow. saying is that if the students are not being asked by you know by the professors to read and write on a regular basis sure. it's hard to imagine how they're going to improve their critical thinking skills
0: yeah they're not being challenged
1: yeah they they're not and so the debt that's being accumulated by uh you know the college students is really you know. That so what we look at in business is return on investment. It's not a good return. Right. Um, right. So, the, the CLA, which I mentioned and I'll post on the college success formula, okay. uh, will be an interesting uh, uh, insight into what is new on the horizon in terms of testing to measure a, a student's readiness for what I would say the real world uh, and to be able to think.
0: Excellent, well Eric, I think it's uh, we're going to wrap up here, and I want to thank you for for joining us and, and sharing all of the, this knowledge and wisdom on this important topic. It really is important, and i I do hear more and more folks talking about this and challenging uh, the status quo on this whole element of col- of, of uh, critical thinking. so thank you for that and for any of our members who might have uh, some further questions regarding this, how can they best contact you, Eric? Well,
1: our number is uh, 978-820-1295 and they can contact me through the website, smartcollegeplanning.org. Um,
0: okay, excellent. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you, uh, College Success Forum members, once again for joining us. And whether you're listening to us live this evening or the recording at a later date, thank you for joining us. And I do encourage you to visit Eric's website. Again, that is www dot smart dot org and you will find lots of exceptional college planning information there i can assure you okay so as always we are here to help you as you plan for your children's college success and you can contact us at support at com. so until next time take care college planning success to you and enjoy this great Christmas and Hanukkah season with your family and your friends and may God bless. Good night.